Welcome to Educators with Oil. I am here to discuss biblical strategies for effective teaching. I am your host, Ronette Branham. And also, I am looking for some input from my viewers, the people who are listening. I would like to know if there's a subject that you would like me to discuss. Maybe there's something that is dear to you that you may be struggling with, that you're concerned about within your school district, within your classroom, something that I may can help you with. Uh, if I can't help you today, believe me, I'll do some research and I'll find out for you. I'll get you some answers. So with that said, when you log into YouTube or Facebook and you see the videos, leave some comments or send me a message. Please, I would love to hear from you. I am anxious to hear from anyone who has any ideas on a new episode, any comments and what's going on. If this is helping you, people send me messages through my text messenger or messenger. And I would like you to have those comments on YouTube. That will help me. That will help other people to see if it's helping you or not. And also... I'm ready to get into the subject for today. The topic for today is something that's happening with me and with teachers in, our, in my district this school year. We have been, we've had major changes within our school district this year. I'm not sure if I'm able to talk about that or not, but I can talk about me. Well, um, I have a new position this year. My position was changed. My position that I was in was abolished and they gave me a new position. Same grade, different demographics. Um, a different demographic. I teach second grade and I was teaching general education. I had some bilingual students in my class who didn't have placement and things like that or you know, we have an overflow in, in, in Trent, in my school district, we have a high Hispanic um, demographic. And so we need more bilingual teachers. So right now I'm going to be teaching, they changed my name, I'm not a bilingual teacher per se, but my demographic is Spanish speakers, English language learners. So I've had that, but with a title that says that, that's a little bit different. That means you have to set the game up a little bit or you have to do something different, teach in a different way, use more visual, uh, use more background knowledge and things like that. So I'm challenged this year. And it's funny because when I started out, I was teaching all Spanish speakers. They were all English language learners. They were four-year-olds, I taught preschool, they were four-year-olds, they, uh, some of them started preschool when they were three, so they knew English, and so it was a challenge, a little bit of a challenge, but they were so young, they learned English a little faster and easier, and then I switched to three and four-year-olds where they had no prior knowledge of another language, and if they did, you would not have known it. Their parents, a lot of their parents only spoke Spanish, so I had to dig and 
learn, relearn the Spanish that I learned that I used to be fluent in and then I forgot because I never used it. So that was a little difficult. I challenged myself and I challenged my parents to say, just say on Thursday, when you come in, speak only Spanish to me. And then I'll speak Spanish back. So I did that and then I was able to give parent-teacher conferences if my assistant wasn't there. I was able to do parent-teacher conferences on my own. So I was able to uh, maneuver through that. So now I'm back in the same boat, except I'm in a classroom teaching second graders. So pray for me. Uh, I'm teaching in English. So teaching people who don't know English, English, in English, that's something, that's a challenge. So now what? I'm in my new role. Some of you are in a new role. I know I have a cousin I saw on uh, Facebook who says she changed whole grades. Now she's teaching high school. I think she taught middle school before. Now she's teaching high school. So she's out of her comfort zone. So I, hopefully maybe she'll chime in and, and, and listen and then give me uh, some input or make a comment about how is it working for her. So when you're in your new role, so now what? What do you do? Um, you have new responsibilities. Do you feel inadequate? Do you feel like you can just hit the ground running? Do you feel ill-prepared? Do you, are you, do you feel supported? Are you supported? Um, do you feel not supported? Do you know of the resources that you can use to maneuver through this school year? So my suggestion is something that we are, we're here educators with oil. Remember that we have oil. Oil is the spirit of God. So first of all, make sure you stay in the word. Make sure you stay in the Bible reading. So you can get to know God's voice when he is speaking to you. Or when you hear a voice, you'll know if it's God or not. How about that? Because you're going to hear a lot of voices, especially when you're in a new territory. And you don't know which way to go. Or you have an idea. And so you have to stay in God's word to know his voice when you, when you hear a voice. And um, pray, stay in prayer. I mean, walking out the door praying, waking up praying, uh, walking in your classroom praying, on your way to school praying. You know you're talking to God, God's talking to you. Get that. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, educators with oil, meaning we have to be in, in communion. We have to commune with God, period. So once you're doing that, then you're going to have his spirit walking with you, talking to you, you know, in you, on you, around you, going with you. That's what we're going to talk about today. So what do we need to do? So we have to um, figure out what has to be done. What is the objective? Remember, we talked about taking one day at a time. When we talked about our visions, we talked about don't be, of course, you have to have a vision for the year. What you want your classroom to be like? What is your objective for the year? You want to move your students from one level to the next. So, but you have to know to take one day at a time. Don't try to make these big giant goals and leaps, think you're going to make these big leaps. 
Take one day at a time. Relax. Um, see what you have to do today. Because I don't know what my class is really going to consist of. I know it's half and half. So some people speak English and the other half, I don't know if they've ever been to an, uh, United, a school in the United States. I don't know. I just know that they are considered bilingual. Meaning, not that they speak two languages. Really, is they only speak one language. I don't know. They call it bilingual. I guess you have to teach in a bilingual class when you teach them English and Spanish. And then wean in it away. But, um, so see what you have to do. See what is actually needed. See what the objective and, objectives and goals are. Find out before you even get started. I can't even make a lesson plan. I have a general idea what I'm going to do the first couple of weeks, but I really don't know because I don't know what my students going to be like. So um, we're going to talk about seeing what's actually needed, not falling apart, finding people who have done it or who are doing it, find leaders who are put you in the position to have this job and see what they say the plan is. Somebody has to have a plan. So... Um, look, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time you start something new. So see what it is that is needed. Um, and remember that you're capable. I, I know I'm capable. I know I can do it. I've done it. Uh, I've done it a few years ago. We had, uh, influx of Spanish speakers. Things happen in Puerto Rico. Um, things happen in the Caribbean where people had to come here because of hurricanes and things. And I had students, maybe eight in my class, who did not speak English. Some tuned out. They were not going to even try to understand. Some, they were comfortable learning the math, but the literacy, just what we're going to do. And then I had some on grade level, so they were able to, if I gave them a Spanish book, uh, book in Spanish, they were able to follow along, and then some were below grade level, they couldn't even read, so they had to have interpreters, they all had to have interpreters, so it was a challenge, but I'm, 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 I did it before, so I, I'm kind of, I don't want to say, something is trying to stress me out, but I'm not going to be stressed, I'm trying to fix that thought in my head like you got this you got this guys got you you they have a plan you can do it so i think uh, um again so we have to remember like i talked about the last episode when i talked about finding um others who are doing what you're doing so it doesn't have to be a like-minded individual this time it just has to be somebody who's in that same position who understands what the position entails so you find that help. You can always find help. Um, so the uh, I have some scriptures to talk about finding help. We find help from our leaders, find help from uh, the head of the departments, the, the, the supervisors of that department, the uh, other teachers who have been doing the same job, like I said. You have to do some research, you have to go online. I have been online for the past couple of days. I even started taking this class. It's called, um, what is it called? It's called Sheltered English Instruction. 
So I'm taking a whole class. I'm re researching to see what that means. So I'm in there. I'm not going to be going in blind. So you can't go in blind. You have a new job. You can't go in blind. You may not have known what it was when you got the job. You may not have known what it was when you decided you wanted the job. And then you just can't go in blind. You have to go find some way to figure this out. So I have where saying some of the same scriptures that we talked about before. I have so many that that will take me through this um, episode. Proverbs 27:17 says, "Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another." So go find somebody who's doing that job again. Find somebody who's doing that job. They will give you strategies and ideas and advice, and then they're gonna strengthen you. You're gonna be stronger when you come out knowing more than you did going to talk to that person. And then I. Like I said, I have so many scriptures. I have 2 Timothy 2 and 2. And what you heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to the faithful men who will be who will be able to teach others also. So if you're doing something and you have a, a, a you have a fellow teacher who is new to their position and you've been in the position you can go help somebody somebody can help you you find somebody that you heard somebody say oh she's been doing this or he's been doing this and he's good at it he knows what he's doing he has it you know a good grip on what's happening you go talk to them and they'll be able to teach you and then you'll be able to teach somebody else because that's what we're here for i don't know a teacher who doesn't like to teach nah i take that back there are some teachers who don't like to teach but a teacher who's a teacher at heart, they love to teach. They want to teach what they know. Now, I, I know because that's what who I am. And that's why I'm here. How about that? That I'm here because I like to teach. I want to show somebody what I know. So, I have also Proverbs 9, 9. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous, righteous man and he will increase in learning. You're righteous. You have the righteousness of God. Somebody's going to teach you. You're going to do what? Increase that learning. You're going to learn some more. That's what we're here. You want to be a lifelong learner. That I'm a lifelong learner. You teach me, I'm going to keep on learning. I'm not going to say, oh, I know enough. No. I Right now, I'm learning how to maneuver through this sheltered English instruction. I'm, I'm learning it. So... Uh, that's where I am. Uh, Proverbs 24, 27 says, prepare your work outside, get everything ready for yourself in the field, and after that, build your house. So you go to your computer, you go to your books, you go online, take that class or whatever you need to do, go to a, a professional development workshop, you find somebody who can teach you so you can prepare for work, outside of the classroom and then when you get to that classroom you're ready to build you're ready to teach you're ready to learn you're ready to help the students learn you're ready to help those students soar that's why i am i'm ready i'm not 100 but i'm ready to prepare and build so 
Um, that's what we have to do. And then First Peter 5 and 7 says, Cat, remember I asked you the question about do you feel anxiety? I didn't say anxiety, but do you feel ill-prepared, right? Is that what I asked? Do you feel ill-prepared? Ill How uh, do you feel inadequate? Do you have anxiety about the position? Because I was trying to, some anxiety was trying to come. I'm talking to everybody I can find, the, both ESL teachers. I'm talking to my principal. I'm talking to uh, union reps in my school. I'm talking to people, talking to people who've done it. You know, same thing we've done before. Everybody said, you did it already. You That's what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, but this is my title now. So, okay. The, you know, it feels different when somebody labels it. Even though you've been doing it. So, I've been feeling a little anxious. But I had to go to the Word of God, see what God says about feeling anxious. So, First um, Peter 5 and 7 7 says cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you so that means you don't need to have all this weight on your back you don't need to have all this weight all this anxiety all this stress on your back because you have to go to work you have to teach the students i don't care you teach little by little god cares about you he doesn't want you stressed out give it to god say lord you know how i'm feeling right now about this job and this is not easy. I don't think it's going to be easy. So he says, cast that care on me. Stop worrying about it. Worrying about it. Have faith in God is going to strengthen you. He's going to give you the insight for what you need to do. If you walk around, you remember, you go in the classroom, you're like, God is with me. Holy Ghost, what you need me to say? What you need me to do? And you won't be worrying. You think about me me and God are in this together. God is your strength. And then the, the Bible talks about the joy of the Lord is your strength. Take that joy of the Lord. Once you're reading the word, you're praying and um, listening to the spirit of God telling you what to do, uh, walking with your oil, then you're going to have some joy because you have hope, right? You have hope. You have that joy. So you're not going to be worrying like that, and you're going to get strength from that joy. I, I, I'm live witness. You're going to have... I, I, I'm I, talking to people, and they're like, why are you worried about it? You got it. You already have the right attitude. So you have that right attitude. You're going to do it. It's not going to be a problem. So Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says the same thing. I think I have three or four scriptures talking about being anxious. It says... Don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, like I just said, prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your guard your mind, hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Hmm. My mind is where I'm feeling anxious. My heart is where I'm feeling nervous. So he's going to put a, he's going to guard that because I pray and I let him know what it is I'm worried about. God will take that on and I'm thankful that he's there for me. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful that I'm able to teach somebody and he's going to give me that peace. He already has. You can see he has. I can think about it, but I do actually have a little bit of peace. So I have that peace. 
that you can't understand it. Because if I talk to somebody else who doesn't have the peace of God, they'll say, girl, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is stressing me out. I'm going to take a day off already, you know, before school even starts. So, you know, he has that peace that it doesn't even make sense. He gives me that peace that doesn't even make any sense. You can't make sense of how come I have this peace. The only thing that God gave it to me and that I know he's guarding my heart. He's uh, guarding me from that stress. The stress is trying to come. The fiery darts of the enemy, as the Bible says, is trying to come and make me all upset and anxious and nervous. God's got it. He has that shield right there. I mean, for real, he does. I, I feel it even more now as I'm talking than when I first started the con whole conversation. So, we have it. We have it. Me and God, we, we right here. So, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Trust in God. Trust in God. You said you have the spirit of God, right? Trust in him. Don't lean on what you know, just only. Don't lean. The Bible said, I don't even want to switch it up. The Bible said, don't lean on your own understanding. Get the understanding of God. Trust God that he has it. He's going to show you what to do, right? And he's going to strengthen you. He's going to make, you think that path is so the path to this school year is crooked and you have all these mountains and valleys and uh, low places in. I mean, it's just going every different direction. They say teach this and you got to teach this. They say you're going to have these type of children, students, then you got a whole other set of students. And then you're like, I don't know which way to go. Somebody said, just talk slow. Just speak slower. Just do have some pictures. You know, people are telling you all kind of stuff. And you're like, okay. They say you did it already. God said he's going to make that path straight. So you're going to be walking. And you're going to, as you're teaching, as you're following, walking with the spirit of God, you're going to forget that this is supposed to be a rough Mountain, as they say, the rough side of the mountain. Somebody say all the sides of the mountains are rough, but you're gonna feel like you're supposed to be in the valley. But all of a sudden, you're up high, and you're looking down, and you're like, I see everything. This is not even a crooked path. I thought that path was crooked. It looked like it was crooked when they first gave it to me. Didn't give me any directions. They said you're gonna start here, and you're gonna end up there. Didn't give me direction. I thought it was going to be crooked, but it's not because I'm taking step by step and step by step. You put one foot in front of the other. I don't care if, if the road has curves, you're not even going to notice the curves because you're just walking with God. Like you have this, your new position. I don't care what it is. Another grade, another position, another school, uh, uh, new, I don't know, a whole new different demographic, another subject. Could be a whole same grade, another subject, like like me. Um, then I, another anxious, and then I'm going to take you on in. Another one says, Matthew 6 and 34, 
Do not be anxious about tomorrow. I'm worried. You, you had to see me today. You like, this girl is, she's talking a good talk. And now she's asking everybody a hundred questions about what she's supposed to do. Uh, it says, be, and, 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 and I, students don't even start for two more days. Two more days. And I'm thinking about then. And people are like, just relax. And I'm, I am relaxed, but I need to know. I need to know what it is I need to do. That's me. Like, make a plan. And then I'm good. But if you're like, oh, nonchalant, and you're just giving me no instructions, say, this is your job here, take it. And I, I, I explain this to me. That's me. And so Matthew 6, 34 says, do not be anxious about tomorrow. Um, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, sufficient for the day of its own trouble. You worry about today's trouble. Don't worry about tomorrow's trouble. Because you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. You might get to, I might get to this class and everybody understands English. They might not be on their grade level. We, that's already known. But everybody might be speaking to don't even know. Like, really, like, come on. This is not even, why are you thinking about tomorrow? Think about today. Today has enough problems today. And so, um, and then the Bible gives us instruction. It says, do not be anxious. It doesn't say. Try not to be anxious. It doesn't say. Uh, try not to worry about tomorrow. It says, do not. So that means it's possible. We can do it. <clears throat> and then, like I said, I'm about to take you on in. And it says, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the Bible tells us to be strong. Right? Um, find my picture. Here's my picture. The Bible says, be strong. Joshua 1 and 9. Again, these are directives. These are not suggestions. We sometimes we take the Bible like it's a suggestion. The Bible is not a suggestion. The Bible has uh, things where people have done, followed what God said to do. He told them to do something or their leaders told them to do something and they did it. Period. And then say, try. So Joshua says, Joshua 1 and 9 says, be strong. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What is this called? Educators with oil. That means we already talking about God is with us all the time. Wherever we go. He's with me right now because this is, you. he's with me. Uh. He's with you ever so be strong it doesn't say have a little bit of strength it doesn't say have a little bit of courage no he said be strong be that be what you want to see you want to see strength be strength you can be strong be courageous when you're faithful when you got god like i don't even really get it i think we just play with our own minds that's why he said he's going to guard our hearts and our minds because we have this thought life that doesn't even make sense. That's why he has to give us that peace. That peace that starts up here. He gives us that peace that passes all understanding because we have this thought life where we get like, start worrying. I don't even know how to, you describe about worrying, being anxious. That we, we just, for no reason, we don't even, it's like we don't believe God will be our strength, will give us strength. We act like we don't believe God 
um, can guard our hearts and our minds, can keep us. He's a keeper. I, 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 I'm here to tell you. So, um, we act like he's not with us wherever we go. We always talk about God's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's all powerful, all knowing, all omniscient. He's, uh, all this. He has power, right? We don't believe it. Sometimes we believe it. Sometimes we don't. We don't believe it when it's something that we feel like we can't do. Instead of knowing if you can't do it, God, that's when he's going to be strong for you. When you're weak, that's when he's going to be strong. I'm about to give you that scripture. Okay. Uh, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. So if you are weak, that means you have a little bit of strength. But if you are weak, you have some strength, but it's not that much. Uh, sort of like me doing a sit-up. I could do some sit-ups, but I can't. I'm not strong enough to do a whole lot. So he gonna give me. He'll give you power to do whatever you're weak in. You feel like I, I, I'm, I'm not understanding exactly what I need to do on the job. I got. I know some of the things I need to do on my new job, but. I'm not sure everything that I need to do. So he's gonna give you some. He's gonna give you power to do it. You know, you're gonna feel like um, power's like. You know how you have a car has a couple horses under that engine and doesn't go that fast. He's gonna give you. I don't know what's a good horsepower. 240 horses. I don't know, but you're gonna feel like you got a whole lot of horses. Uh, Pushing you, pulling you. And then it says, and strength to the powerless. When you have no power, you don't know what to do. I don't have the power to speak to these children. But guess what? He's going to show me how to do it. We have everything now. We got Google Translate. We have Spanish Dictionary. We have Duolingo. We have Babel. We have so much stuff to use to speak another language, if that's what it is. If you are teaching another grade, just say you have been an art teacher and now you have to go in the classroom and teach just one class every subject. He's going there's, there's all kind of uh, answers, resources out there for us. And Isaiah 40 and 29 says that. And then I have my last scripture to take us home is 1 Peter 5 and 10. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, um, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. So I suffered a little while. I suffered. I didn't suffer the summer because I didn't try to stress myself out. I knew since June, the end of June, maybe the beginning of July somewhere, that I had a new position, and I didn't suffer then, but I suffered, I tried, I don't know, some reason, I tried to make myself suffer these last couple days, but it wasn't really suffering, I had to figure it out, and I had to do some research, I had to find some resources, and get that, and buckle down and study, right, so, I suffered a little while, and that was a real little while, because I know that I can trust in God to, to work this thing out, and to tell me what to do. Right? And what she did. And um, 
Uh, who did I call? Did I call Shanae? I think I called Shanae because she has the same position, different grade too. Both of us changed. And so she said, ask the, the ESL teachers. What did they suggest? They sent me to a class that I can take, right? Gave me a little, some more instruction, but the class was like crystal clear. It won't let me go from subject to subject. I have to take one subject at a time, which is kind of, I really want to jump around, but I can't do it. Um, but that's fine. So he let me suffer a little while. And now he himself has restored me and made me strong. I know when I walk in, when those kids walk in, I'm a teacher. So when those kids walk in, I'm going to be strong and firm and steadfast and unmovable. Right? I, I am ready. Uh, am I going to be perfect? No. I, I'm not even expecting to be perfect. God is perfect. So that means he knows my intention that I'm going to teach. I'm there to teach those students, instruct them, guide them, and open up a world of a new language to them. God has got my back. He's going to make me strong. And that's, I don't know what else to say besides that. So I'm going to need you, listeners, to contact me. Who can hear me? Contact me. Come on now. I'm waiting for some people. People are contacting me, and I thank you for that. People are sending me messages. Again, like I said, people are sending me messages. I thank you for that. That is encouraging. That is encouraging that I'm not sitting here talking to myself. I know people who listen to watch every episode. I'm so grateful for that, right? I am. I want other people to see that you are watching. So I know you're liking it. I know you're subscribing. A few people have subscribed. I will. So when I say like, share, and subscribe, like the video, like my page, um, share with another teacher, share your thoughts with me in the comments, share your thoughts with other people in the comments, People will get something out of it, and you point something out in the comments. Some people may not have even gotten that from video. So, there you go. You can share whatever you want to share, as long as it's good. Because if it's not, I'm going to delete it. Um, <laughs> so, come on. Be nice to me. Share, like, and then subscribe to my page. You can subscribe. Like my Facebook page, like, share, subscribe on my YouTube page, right? And I'm saying that because there's going to come a video that you you might really get something out of, or you might really know somebody who can use it, like this, particularly this video. Somebody might can use it. And then I'm looking for some comments because one day I want to go live and I want to see if some people are willing to go live with me so we can uh, share some experiences. Uh, there's some advice out there. There's a lot that is out there for us um, educators with oil. So not just for me, for you, for other people. That's what we're here for. So again, I'm Ronette Branham, your host of Educators with Oil. Uh, you can find me on at, you can email me at educatorswithoil at gmail.com. You can find me on 
YouTube, Educators with Oyo. You can ha hashtag Ron at Branham. You'll find me. Uh, Educators with Oil, you'll find me. You On Facebook, same thing. Educators with Oil, or look on my page, Ron at Branham. I'm not sure if anybody, unless you're my friend, can find Ron at Branham, but you can find Educators with Oil on Facebook. Um, I did have my... Uh, my page private my personal page i'm not sure if it still is it should be but uh people are if you're a friend of a friend you can find you can uh befriend me and then you can i'll invite you to my education oil page so every tuesday 5 p.m new episode next week my episode oh next week I don't know, you might get this video a little sooner because um, my cousin is for September 12th. Uh, she is the, what is it, the budget. I love that episode. She breaks down a budget, why we need a budget, how does a budget work for us. I love it. And so, um, ooh, I went way over time. I'm never talking this long so um again like share subscribe i'm ronette branham and you may get this as a bonus episode for this week i don't know or it may come into in it may come after my cousin's episode this may come out on the 19th of september so anyway just look for me and you will find me. Have a great day again. Thank you for viewing me on Educators with Oil. Thank you.